0: you're listening to almost got him a batman the animated series podcast and now your hosts brandon and jimmy hi i'm brandon
1: hey i think i'm jimmy
0: and we are back for a new season of Almost Got Him, a podcast about Batman, the animated series. It's been a minute, Jimmy. How have you been?
1: Uh, First of all, Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year 2023 up in here.
1: It's weird to say that. It's almost February and I'm saying Happy New Year.
0: Yeah, the last time we met was back in November when we were talking about the 30th anniversary of the episode Almost Got Him. Which was a very good one. We figured that's a good kind of spot to kind of drop off for a little bit because uh, we had that, and of course, the untimely passing of Kevin Conroy was mm-hmm. right, uh, right before that. Um, but we are back for a new season. We've got some cool stuff lined up for this year. Um, Later this year, we're going to get to Master the Phantasm finally, because it's the 30th anniversary oh, of that movie. Oh, that's this year. Yeah. That, oh, that's exciting. That might be our big like finale for uh, yeah. 2023, because it came out, I think, around Christmas time. So I think that would be a good kind of place to kind of end the season. But we mm. are going to start the season even uh, with a very big episode as well, because we are going to be talking about Shadow of the Bat a little bit later, which for those that don't remember that Has the debut of Batgirl. So we're going to talk everything Batgirl just a little bit later today. But first, from the news desk of Summer Gleason, this is a special news bulletin.
1: Take it away, Summer, new season.
0: New season, and we're going to start with some kind of sad news, but it's it's something I think we all kind of expected to hear. Mark Hamill has said that his days as the Joker are most likely over because honestly, he just preferred working with Kevin Conroy. Uh, What do you think of this end of the era, Jimmy?
1: I think it feels right. Like the two of them had a very nice little, little delicate dance they did. Um, And I'm sure that was a big part. You can't have the Yang without the Yang, the two sides of the coin, as far as Batman and Joker is concerned. So, I get it, and I think it's very sweet of him, and it's it's probably it's probably time.
0: Yeah, Hamill said in in an interview that any time he was asked to be Joker, the first question he always asked was, "Is Kevin involved?" Saw that. So yeah, it, it it's sad, but it feels right. It's all unfortunately, as we've learned in the past year, like all good things do come to an end. Yes. Um. And yeah, Mark Hamill stepping out as. Joker. It's it's probably time, considering everything going on. But this kind of segues into my ne- the next news bulletin. We still have one more Kevin Conroy Batman performance on the on the horizon, Jimmy. Which one was that? So the upcoming video game Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, oh, which is right, 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 right. Uh, a, a video game featuring the Suicide Squad, including you know Harley Quinn. And uh, they are going to be taken on the Justice League of America, who I believe are, I don't know if they're possessed or if they're, like, from a different, like, multiverse, but they're evil in this uh, mm-hmm. in this video game, and they have to fight them, and Batman will be played by Kevin Conroy in his final performance as Batman.
1: So we'll have them both together for the last time.
0: We, we, we are going to have... That is wonderful. We are going to have uh, Kevin Conroy back for one more time with the video game. So like I was already kind of interested in the video game, but now I definitely have to check it out when it gets becomes available later this year in 2023. Um Speaking of 2023, a big movie coming out this summer, The Flash is going to feature the return of Michael Keaton's Batman. You sure about that? And well, <laughs> we we always talk about Ezra Miller, so I felt like we had to bring him up because he was uh he took a plea uh bargain recently with after all of his like really weird antics. Oh boy. I, I believe the last uh, he had to take the plea w- with where he uh he broke into somebody's house and stole like a lot of liquor. It's, mm-hmm. it's stupid. It's really stupid. But uh, Ezra Miller is being charged with a fine of, get this, Jimmy, six hundred and ninety-two dollars. Is his fine, and he has, to, and uh, they have to t- have a uh, one-year probation.
1: That's like his coffee order. Yeah, on one of these movies. Yeah, that,
0: that it. It seems a little low for me, but. I, I guess Warner Brothers is okay with it. Uh, the movie is going full steam ahead from what I understand. It's Super been... Super Bowl trailer, maybe?
1: Is there a Super I, Bowl I, trailer? I've, I I've heard, i I've heard. I've heard know. talk. I hope so. I, heard I talk. hope so.
0: That's coming up soon. I know... Uh, yeah, I, th- I, think, I think so. Because I think uh, DC and Marvel are, are participating in Super Bowl stuff this year, finally. Yeah. They're, they hadn't in recent years. They're
1: definitely about to start because I've seen action figure stuff start to roll in with a few spoilers as far as that's concerned. So yeah. I, I think they're starting to mount the... Uh, the Flash, whatever they're calling this, uh, yeah, the Flash, Blitz. Flashpoint,
0: something. Yes, I'm not quite sure. let's no, there's like I think there's supposed to be like three Ezra Millers in this movie because <laughs> yes. the, the good guy. I mean, he's the Flash. He's the uh, the evil Flash, and then and I the, think another character.
1: The evil one was I think revealed in the some of the toys.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah so I saw like
1: some shots of that, and it.
0: Looks interesting, I guess. would um, imagine
1: they'll get Shazam out of the way, and then they'll we'll see a huge just march forward for this uh, for for the new um, the Batman Flash movie.
0: Do you uh? Did you see the new Shazam trailer that came I, out? The I other forgot day? it. I saw I, it. I hadn't seen it yet. I I hear it looks very like final. Like this is the end, which we're gonna get into that in a minute. But, but um, yeah, I, I hear it's a pretty good trailer.
1: It was fine. It, a lot of it washed over me. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the 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 trailer for the first movie was so fun and so it sold the the character and yeah. like the tone
0: I I love the Shazam like concept as a whole this was I don't just, think it really works for movies too well cuz right. uh, you know the kids got has the age cuz it's real life but
1: this was just like a hose worth of DC stuff being being turned on upon you <laughs> in, in this trailer and I don't remember a lot of it I'm I mean I'll still That's see it, it but uh, cuz I like the first one but That's fair. Talking about
0: that Flash movie, another big piece of information that came out this week is the original Michael Keaton Batmobile is back.
1: Well, that's exciting.
0: That is very exciting. That was always my favorite Batmobile. Uh, What was your favorite Batmobile again? Was it the 66 one?
1: I think it's probably, uh, probably, uh, it probably changed a couple times, but I think at this point it's probably 66. It's the only one that I have like a big one that action figures can be put into. So probably say 66. And the next would be, uh, the Keaton 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 one.
0: Yeah. Mine, mine switched mine. Uh, Keaton one's my favorite. Batman 66 is my second favorite. Also really like the animated series version. I think that one's pretty, uh, sleek. Oh,
1: it's awesome. It's awesome.
0: And, uh, we were, we were kind of talking about DC movies a minute ago. Uh, we have we've been gone since November, so we got to talk. Oh my uh, James God! There's Gunn so and...
1: much to go through with that. Wow! <laughs> it's like it's like a journey.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, James Gunn and is the guy's name Peter Safran or something like that? I don't know the other guy's Peter name. Peter Safran. Safran. Yeah. They are taking over the DC movie studios within Warner Brothers. What do you think of this?
1: Uh, I have to think back because there's been so many there's been some have we even talked about Cavill leaving? No, we have no, talked no, about that. that that hadn't happened. Here. Uh whatever's going on with Momoa being this character or that character is is Wonder Woman is still around. Yeah. Um um questions. I, I I I don't know. And then
0: there's the Ezra Miller of it all. There's it the Ezra
1: Miller of it all, there's a, a new movie that um Gunn is is writing with a, a younger Superman. Yeah, yeah. Character, uh there's
0: just And there's so of course, much. and there's the the Dwayne Johnson, the Rock's oh my uh, God. controversy yeah, yeah. going on. We don't have to go into all that. There's just so much news. There's a lot going on for the Marvel uh movie studios. Are you excited to see kind of a new direction and what do you think of James Gunn uh manning the ship?
1: Uh I I love I love Gunn. I've always uh Loved gun. um I think he's beginning to realize what he took on. Oh um, I, well,
0: I, yeah, the internet is the, really letting him happen it. Yeah, I
1: feel like he needs to pull back from that. Like I know he's he's very active on Twitter. I feel like he needs to just just do the thing and let's let's not. You don't have to get on Twitter constantly. I feel and like everybody stuff. should get
0: off Twitter. If I'm being completely <laughs> honest, yeah, just do it was your cool thing. Ten years ago, <laughs> just do
1: the thing and don't. You know, when people give you crap, don't. You know, you don't have to do all this. Um, in general, yeah, I I like him, and I I loved uh, Cavill. I didn't like those movies, um, but I thought he was great. He's really kind of. I mean, it's ridiculous. it's So it's so crazy that he announces he's back. Then within what a month?
0: Yeah, and he, he then he's gone. He's
1: gone, and they told him to do that. They said make the and, announcement. And they announced that a
0: lot of like him coming back was kind of like the Rock was kind of strongholding DC into doing that and to bringing him back. It's he wanted this like kind of like arc that went like years like years down the road where they would eventually meet in a movie that was basically Superman versus Black Adam which for uh any comic fan knows they don't really interact that much in the comics they no, they've had even it, I know things that. here and there but they I mean Black Adam is a Shazam character like the captain of the captain marvel family Andrew
1: and Dwayne Johnson didn't want to be in Shazam yeah That's which, just so
0: yeah. strange yeah he turned down a cameo in Uh, Fury of the Gods, from what I understand.
1: Do you think, uh, and I I know what the answer is, if if Black Adam, if the box office would have turned out differently, how would this have all been different? I think some of it would, I think they would still be involved. Warner Brothers always follows the money. Yeah. They yeah. always follow the money. Remember that. So if it had Well broke it made the, money
0: according to the Rock.
1: According <laughs> to the Rock, just, yeah. But let's let's break it down. No, it probably broke even and whatever. But no, it was not a huge it's definitely not what Warner's wants out of their they're looking at Marvel. It not even close. Did you watch it? No, it's it's there. I can watch I know it. It's gonna, I
0: on, know it's on like Max right now. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. I'll eventually
1: watch it's it. It just doesn't really... It wasn't
0: great though. It doesn't really... Interest it's better me. than Morbius. Oh, sure. Well, Way better than Morbius. It's it's like, We saw that together. We did. It's like <laughs> that, that
1: Shazam rough. trail. A lot of the DC stuff kind of washes over me and I don't really remember much about it. I just think it's interesting how this could have been different yeah. um, if that movie... It's a different
0: like multiverse I, where they, they kept going.
1: Right. I don't know what would have happened with Gunn and Safran if they would have still gone in this direction or... And there's the whole like, what is what what's being kept? Are we keeping a, 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 a peacemaker? Because that's kind of weird. I mean, that's a gu- that's
0: a gun property. But, but that's
1: kind of weird because that's his thing, and he's enjoy- he's keeping his stuff. Like, and I know that can be separate because it is very separate. And the suicides, but all these questions we have, and are they recasting El Cadot, or what are they doing? Like, it, it is pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's been interesting to watch it happen again. I just think Gun needs to. Put down the Twitter and just do the and, thing.
0: And there's also, and this uh, goes with our podcast, there's also the uh, Robert Pattinson Batman too, going on too, which is... Uh, I have a
1: take on that. What's your take? Do not be surprised. If you wake up one day. And also, they just can't, they just canned whatever the, the what is the other two DC shows that they, they can. They Penguin and. Uh, I, I guarantee you they will.
0: I, I, I'm pretty sure they canned uh, the Gotham City PD show. So but. Doom
1: Patrol and the other thing are also canceled, Titans. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That Penguin show will not happen. I don't think it started shooting yet.
0: Yeah. I don't believe so.
1: Because, I mean, streaming is not they've proved that streaming is not where the money's at. Well, like, look the, at Avatar. It's and, just not where it is.
0: And that was a, a big thing with, with the whole merger of Discovery and uh, HBO or Warner Brothers. Yeah, they noticed that, you know, we need to put stuff in theaters, the streaming things can only make so much money. Disney
1: has proved that that's not where, and so have, we look at Top Gun, we look what Avatar 3 has done, which is amazing. I don't know how that even happened. Have you but, seen Avatar yet? No, I'm not. I haven't either. I'll watch it or it comes on the TV. But, you know, it, it proves people still go to the movies. And I, I don't think that Penguin show will happen. I think they will. I, I don't even know if they will do another Matt Reeves Batman. Oh, uh, they're doing the second one for sure. I, I know they say that, but I I think, it's I think in a perfect world... Uh, for gun and saffron they would not pursue that
0: yeah because They're, and they start Joker 2 the other day
1: that's true but that's its own yeah. well because th- again it's be that broke the bank yeah so they will always do that but the Batman was okay but it's still not where they want Batman to be I would not be surprised if if they can it um and I know people love it I think the second one's happening I don't know beyond that one though Probably not. The Penguin Show, I, I definitely... Uh, I don't, yeah, I think, I think that might be gone. I don't think it will happen. And Colin Farrell just got nominated. He's... Odd choice to begin with. Y- yeah, because remember at one point they were going to do like a Gotham PD show? Yeah, that's,
0: I've, all, I've wanted that my entire like life. And I'm least, sure
1: that would be cool.
0: That's what Gotham originally on Fox was supposed to be and it did not become that.
1: So we'll see. We'll see. It, it's going to be a roller coaster the whole way through. Yeah, yeah. And I'm there for it. Oh yeah, I mean I'm, we I'm have to talk intrigued. about it either way. So I'm very intrigued but
0: But enough about the news. We need to get into this episode because we have so much to talk about today, Jimmy. And By the way, for those wondering, oh, there we are doing Shadow of the Bat today. That is uh, actually the season premiere of uh, season two. It's uh, episode one and two of oh, season was it? two. You um, know that? Yeah, yeah. Now. What's confusing, though, on HBO Max, they kind of changed the seasons around a little bit on there Mm -hmm. because they include uh, new Batman adventures in there as, like, the final season in there. So they actually combined... I believe they combined season one, which we all know is, like, 60 episodes long. Yeah, it was a syndicated
1: package of, like, 65, probably. And then I
0: think the rest are, like, 10 episodes apiece or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. kind of a normal show. Uh, But they combined season one and season two into one, so... If, you're, if you watched it on HBO Max, it's episode 61 and 62, even though technically it's the season premiere of season two. It's the two. first
1: episode I've watched on the DVDs, because again, I'm an old man, that has Bugs Bunny at the beginning. Really? It has a Bugs Bunny logo in front of the Warner Brothers thing, and I was like, well, this is new. And these episodes, they aired for
0: the first time September 13th, 1993. That's almost exactly a year after the uh, pilot uh, aired. The uh, previous year uh, of uh, Batman the Animated Series. The episodes are directed by Frank Power and written by uh, Bryn Stevens, which I think that's a new name for us uh, here on the show. Yeah, I
1: don't know that name.
0: And for those wondering, yes, we are skipping ahead to season two, but fear not, we will return to coverage of season one next time. We just really wanted to start the new season of Almost Got Him with a bang, and it doesn't get much bigger than introducing Batgirl. Which we're going to get to eventually. But first, let's talk about another debut that happens in these two episodes, Jimmy. Matches Malone makes his debut in Shadow of a Bat.
1: Yes, he does.
0: Uh, are you familiar with the Matches Malone identity that Bat- Batman uses sometimes?
1: Uh, I know that there's a, a comic. Backstory and that it appears in other media. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know much other than what I've seen in in these particular episodes. Really.
0: All right, I'll I'll give you a little bit of background on Matches Malone real quick. Uh, Matches Malone was the name of a uh, criminal alias that Batman uses often to infiltrate uh, Gotham's criminal underworld. Uh, it was basically based on a gangster whose name was also Matches Malone and accidentally died while fighting the Batman. He had pulled out a gun and I think the gun backfired and, uh, Masters Malone died. So Batman mm-hmm. was just like, I'm just going to steal his identity. I'm maybe not the most ethical choice, but that's what Batman did back then. Cause, uh, the Matches Malone, uh, disguise debuted in Batman 242 in 1972, written by Denny O'Neill and art by Irv Novick. Um, but ha- have they done Matches Malone in any of the movies? Oh, no, no, I, I don't n- think they of, I didn't know. Movies, I couldn't no. remember if they did in like the in like Batman Returns or forever. Or Batman and Robin cause I don't really remember them as well.
1: No, no one who is responsible for that movie read any comic books. So <laughs> that is true. <laughs> There's nothing like that in there.
0: But but all right, let's go ahead and let's let's start talking about it. Let's talk Batgirl.
1: Uh, Jimmy, do you know how Batgirl was created? Um well, uh Commissioner Gordon met Mrs. Gordon. Oh not and, that way, Jimmy. Oh, how it how would the inception and in the, the comic The inception, books. yes.
0: Alright, so now one thing that a lot of people don't know was there was actually a bat girl in I think in like the early sixties. It was spelled bat slash girl. And she was only around for like seven issues. It was not a known character. Her name was uh I believe it was like Kathy Kane. Um Betty Kane, she was the uh, niece of uh, of Kathy Kane. Kathy Kane was briefly the character known as Batwoman. The reason they created Batwoman and Batgirl at the time was to be potential love interests for Batman and Robin because they were afraid that people were starting to think that the two characters were homosexual. Oh, is
1: that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My cynical brain was just like, they looked at the numbers and they were like, how do we get to... How do we get young well, girls at age 5 to 10 to read our comic books? Let's come up. Hey, a Batgirl. Let's well, do a Batgirl. Well, that's kind
0: of similar with, of the origin of the Batgirl that we all know and love. Okay. But the, but the name Batgirl was created in the 60s for that character. The character showed up seven times within a three-year period, so no one really like knows about that character. Kane? Or, was that
1: after Bob Kane? Uh,
0: I think so. Okay. I don't think that was ever like confirmed or anything. Okay. But it would I, make sense. That's kind of what I've always believed. But, anyway, the character of Barbara Gordon Batgirl that we all have come to know and love was created because of the TV show Batman. The character of Batgirl was created by TV producer William Dozier, editor Julius Schwartz, writer Gardner Fox, and artist Carmine Infantino. Dozier requested that DC create a female counterpart to Batman, with intentions of having her character join
1: the Batman TV show back in 1967. I don't know if I knew that Dozier was so involved I, in the uh, creation of the character. That's why I asked you. I thought you might actually no, know No, I don't that. know that I knew that. Uh, I mean, I figured there was some kind of precedence for Batgirl before that. So they came up with, a, he's she's uh, Commissioner Gordon's daughter? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so the character wow. actually first appeared in the comics, in uh, Detective Comics number 359 in January of 1967. Uh, Yvonne Craig came into the show, I believe, in September of 1967. So mm-hmm. there was a pretty uh, pretty close window there. Uh, she debuted in the episode that me and you actually watched before we recorded called Enter Batgirl, Exit Penguin. Uh, what are your memories of Yvonne Craig as Batgirl?
1: Uh, when I was a kid, uh, around the time that the third season was uh playing is on the family channel and I used to set up my VCR cause it was on at midnight. So set up my VCR yeah. to record, set the timer up. That's the thing we used to, to have to do, uh, to record a uh, Batman every night. So I recorded Batman and I'd wake up the next day and I, I, this was early I probably before I went to school and I would rewind the tape and be like, did it record make sure. So I get to the beginning and making sure. And the, the moment where the opening that's been the same opening for hundred episodes, 120 episodes, whatever. And finally, something different happens something and that girl rides by and my brain broke and yeah i i love the character of a Batgirl girl as far as in the 66 show and i love uh yvonne craig who was a huge uh huge crush for me growing up um still is still is man. And, and and yes be absolutely beautiful still on is show. still is um because she's just she's so sweet and um she plays it almost like hot mom kind of okay okay um I she's like that. a li- she's like a librarian she's like total good girl um and certainly the moment uh we just watched the surf episode um which by the way is the hottest she ever
0: was on the show yeah
1: that was the moment where my crush moved into something else uh, and my voice uh, went went down five octaves so yeah i i, I still love uh yvonne craig as batgirl
0: Do you have like a favorite batgirl moment or episode
1: um i mean i love that first episode we watched i love the um uh the surf the surfing episode yeah um i mean she's the highlight as far as the third season goes for me do you think they used her too much in the third season because
0: i know they she's in like every episode isn't she yeah
1: i would have still liked some batman and robin episodes they change up the music a little a lot lot of things change in the third season and it's
0: for those that don't know that is the final season of the original uh, series. Yeah, it probably should have been. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cause they brought, I mean, they're surfing. They, they had a surf contest between Batman it, and Joker it, in that it, episode.
1: It does make more sense now that it's more about their own creation as far as Batgirl to save. Really, I guess that was a Hail Mary plea mm-hmm. to save the show. Um, which kind of didn't work, and they but, wanted
0: female viewers. That was a big part too. Y- yes,
1: and that that goes back to the sort of the c- cynical side of my brain that but, says, why are there new characters? Why why is there a a Robin? Why is there whatever we need to that, need to but bring in younger but viewers? It, that's and, what William it,
0: Dozier wanted. He wanted more, more female viewers.
1: Makes sense. Makes What's sense. interesting
0: is yeah, the uh, the show ends that year, but uh, Yvonne Craig actually made Batgirl a very popular character back then. Like it, like people were very excited to see her in the comics, even because of how popular Yvonne Craig was in that show. Um, you actually showed me, you sent me something cool uh, yesterday. You want to talk about that video that you sent me?
1: Yeah, that is they shot a pilot. Uh, it's like eight eight I, minute pilot. I say a pilot, but yeah, it's like eight minutes. It it, it
0: it is. It's its own thing. You don't see this like on the actual like batman a show
1: and now it's like okay so they weren't just selling they weren't just selling yvonne in that they were selling batgirl to the network yeah like this is like something we've come up with we've had some inspiration from the comics with female characters but like let's let's sell batgirl um and that was they did that to sell it to the network yeah um and they went for it because she's uh, she's all over season three uh was there ever a potential for a spinoff with just batgirl I, you know, I bet that probably was the idea. Yeah. Like it was probably like we want to do a spinoff and create like a whole nother show, and uh, they probably the network probably already knew this is you're probably you're lucky to get this third season, much less a spinoff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it probably if they would have had their their druthers, they would have had a Batman show and a Batgirl show. That's, That's what like. I was
0: kind of thinking yeah. they would have done. Kind of. Would have used it you'd as have a, a springboard back, to back kind yeah. of like uh, Batman and Green Hornet. Right. Um. do do you know that she uh, reprised the role for a advertisement in the 70s
1: yep I've seen a couple of those yeah
0: yeah uh, she uh, brought back the the cape and cow for some commercials to advocate for equal pay for women which uh, do you want to insert a clip of one of those
1: let's insert that now a ticking bomb means trouble for Batman and Robin
0: holy breaking and entering it's Batgirl quick Batgirl untie us before it's too late it's already too late I've worked for you a long time, and I'm paid less than Robin. Same job, same employer means equal pay for men and women. No time for jokes, Batgirl. It's no joke. It's the federal equal pay law. Holy act of Congress!
1: If you're not getting equal pay, contact the Wage and Hour Division, U.S. Department of Labor.
0: But yeah, Yvonne Craig's uh, performance as Batgirl made the character very popular in the comics. And I actually brought something I wanted to show you, a... Something I treasure, and I bought it last week while I was in Illinois, and oh. I kept this uh, secret from you because I wanted it to be a surprise. But right here is a copy of Detective Comics three fifty nine, oh, A.K.A. Wow. the very first appearance of Barbara Gordon as Batgirl.
1: Oh, I love this cover.
0: Uh, read uh, read the 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 uh, text from the cover there.
1: Meet the new Batgirl. Is she heroine or villainous? What is her startling secret identity? The million-dollar debut of Batgirl. It did not cost me a million dollars, thankfully. Thankfully. <laughs> Pretty awesome, man. I love this cover. I love her outfit there, the sort of black uh, black outfit. And they still keep the... She has the red hair there. Mm-hmm.
0: When I uh, texted you about, hey, do you want to start the season with Shadow of a Bat, the reason I came up with it was just I had, was thinking of purchasing this issue. I hadn't bought it just yet. Because it was a little pricier. It's not nearly as pricey as that one I showed you last month but um I got a really good deal on it like I think I usually see it for like four figures and I got it for the lower three figures so I was very very happy about it
1: I like when I can buy a toy or something and justify it by using it in a video right away or something mm-hmm. so, same yeah. idea. I mean it's
0: it's it's a great motivation for me
1: you know what I like about Yvonne Craig is that she's she has black hair but when she's back girl she has a wig
0: isn't uh, so was that like sewed into the uh mask or did she wear a wig separately? She wore
1: the wig separately. Cuz when she goes in her little her little back closet, uh the wig is setting on uh, like a like a mannequin head and then like the the helmet or whatever the cowl is like sitting on something else. I always thought that was like cuz mm-hmm. it's like oh, I would never know like Batman doesn't do anything like that. It's so obvious that it's Bruce Wayne. Uh but she has different colored hair. So one, I thought that was amazing. One thing that was interesting
0: watching those episodes with you today. I didn't know this and I asked you earlier. Apparently the entire season Like Batman and Robin have no idea that Batgirl is Barbara Gordon and and vice versa. And there's like no origin story for Batgirl. Like you don't know how she got into crime fighting. You don't know how she has this this secret like headquarters and and this uh, bike and everything. A Batgirl
1: cycle. She's a librarian. She's been at college for four years. And she's
0: a librarian. They don't make that good of money, do they?
1: (laughs) No, well, she is the commissioner's daughter. Um, so yeah, I think she has probably some uh, monger come of, of wealth or yeah. she's kind of well off, but still, you know,
0: but still daddy's going to notice how much money's missing when she buys
1: a motorcycle. <laughs> she's got a secret room. She's got a bunch of mes- machines. She never uses. She's never in there doing anything like that. I, so, I wish she were.
0: <laughs> so uh, Becker was originally Barbara Gordon, as we've been talking about this whole time. Uh, she held the mantle for about two decades in 1980. 19- eighty eight she retired from the persona since the character didn't really fit the more uh grim and gritty tone that the eighties really took thanks to like the Dark Knight Returns and Watchmen and Dark Phoenix saga and Born Again. Um so she ended up just uh retiring in a Batgirl special which I did not own until about a few hours ago, weirdly enough, so I also brought that. Oh wow. Uh I just happened to be a great escape earlier. And, uh, that's a local comic shop. That's like five minutes from Jimmy's place. And I was just checking on it. Like I do a lot of times when I come over to Jimmy's and I happened to find the Batgirl special in 1988 where she, okay. uh, retires. I, as Jimmy can see, I've opened it up already. I actually read the ending of it while I was in your parking lot. And yeah, she just Please, retires. Cause she says that, Oh, other people can take care of everything going on. And, uh, and she just didn't want to do it anymore. It was it's very kind of weird. But, yeah, she retired back in 1988. But, unfortunately, she was retiring, I think, for something else, uh, another story that they had in mind. And what's interesting, when I was going through this issue, Jimmy, at the end, there is an ad for a story coming up. Uh, why don't you read that out loud? Uh,
1: this ad here? Yeah. I'm aware of this image. Beyond evil, there is insanity. Beyond insanity, there is the Joker. The Killing Joke. And that's what we're going to talk about next. Do we have to? Oh, we have to.
0: (laughs) And I also brought it right here. Okay. In 1988, Alan Moore and Brian Boland released The Killing Joke, where Joker shows up at Barbara Gordon's door and shoots her in the spinal cord. Uh, this would make Barbara paraplegic for the next 23 years. It's a very dark story. It's a very, uh, dividing story for fans. Um, back then everybody loved it. Now, you know, people see things through a current day lens and a lot of people really dislike it. I think Alan Moore hates the comic. I think it's a really good story, but it is kind of messed up, um, Barbara just kind of shows up and gets shot and they don't really do much. They don't really do anything with her characters. So she's basically reduced to a plot device to get Batman to go after um, the Joker. And uh, this book is now also controversial because there's a scene where the -hmm. Joker who has uh Jim Gordon chained up and naked at like a carnival. He throws a bunch of pictures down at his feet and it's pictures of his daughter paralyzed and naked. And like, it's, it's fairly, it's very graphic. Now that when they reprint it, they, uh, they make those scenes a lot more bearable to look at, but it's pretty, it's pretty messed up. And this, this is the 11th printing. They had so many printings of this damn book. um, and I got this in the '90s, so there's been a lot more since then. But this one still has the original stuff in it. But it's 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 kind of messed up. Um, do have you ever like
1: read The Killing Joke or seen the animated feature of The Killing Joke? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've actually read The Killing Joke at at one point because that's a Flemish. I was like, yeah, I've read this, and yes, I saw that movie. Yeah. So I, I feel like if I talk about it too much, I'm going to tip off a joke I'll make later. <laughs> A nice synopsis, but go ahead.
0: For those that don't know uh, the movie, so I, when I watch the movie, I, I like the Killing Jokers story. But if I ever watch the movie, I fast forward at 29 minutes. When you get to the 29 minute mark, that's when the actual comic starts.
1: Yeah, what did they feel they had to add all that?
0: Um, I feel like they had it. So the first 28 minutes are you basically get a Barbara Gordon like short story or whatever. And you know that that's a fine idea. I think the idea was, hey, we don't want her just to be a plot device. We want her to be a person.
1: Isn't it like her talking to her gay friend in the library? Yes,
0: and it's very like, and it's it's written by Brana Azzarello, who's one of the greatest uh, Batman like writers, in my opinion. So I I have a feeling, I have a feeling it was Warner Brothers Animation Studios that was behind a lot of that first twenty eight minutes being as horrible as it is, because for those that don't know. Batgirl ends up having a, uh, a how would you like to call it, a sexual rendezvous with Batman.
1: Yeah, it's very, wrong it's so very much points. in the moment. And- Batman is
0: like a father figure. Um, and also, after they do it, like Bruce wants nothing to do with her, which is
1: also messed yeah, up. That's, it's just very strange. And then
0: when you get into the killing joke portion, all of a sudden she's paralyzed. So you're just beating this character down. And you don't see her until again until the uh, credits where she, she becomes Oracle, which I think they were trying to make that feel mm-hmm. inspirational, but it just came off tone deaf. Um, yeah
1: and the first part has no connection. It doesn't no aid, connection. It doesn't add much to the character or like give some sort of uh, I don't know. It just felt very much like from a different time. And this was only when was that? That was like that was like 2016, 2017. Okay, that's not Something that very like long that. ago. It long so it just ago. seems it just yeah, tone deaf is a great word for it.
0: Yeah, it, it it's just really weird because like I said, if you started at the twenty nine minute mark, that they they take the book like word for word at that point, but there's like no no mention of the Joker until then either, which is weird. I, you would think mm. they would at least incorporate some of the Joker stuff early on. It just kind of it, it, it's horrible. It's horrible,
1: but. It's, For me, it's like I always like Batgirl and because I growing up with 66, like Batman and Batgirl are sort of on the same plane. But as we go along, they're not. Like it's more like Rob like we'll talk about the episode later. Robin and Batgirl are more on the same plane.
0: And they are in the books as well. Uh,
1: Yeah. So like I can imagine like I was shocked by it, but I can imagine people who grew up with the character being sort of like almost like a protege of Batman, that it was even more like, what the F is this? Yeah. And it
0: makes Batman look like a
1: horrible, horrible person. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: way more than usual. But as I mentioned in the post-credits, you get to see her become Oracle. And mm-hmm. that is, Oracle is a big shining moment for the Barbara Gordon uh, character in the comics. Uh, she became Oracle a year after the killing joke in the pages of Suicide Squad. As Oracle, Barbara utilized her intellect and tech-savvy tech to fight crime as an information broker. Uh, she's the ultimate guy in the chair. Is, I think that was the term that was used in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Where you have somebody like at a computer and directing where to go and like basically calling the shots from afar. And that's what Oracle did for I for I believe like twenty three years.
1: Was she in that birds of prey show?
0: We're gonna get there. That is coming very soon. I did watch
1: that. I watched it. Here you go.
0: But yeah, Oracle wasn't just like the person in the chair for the uh, at first, it was for the Suicide Squad, but then it became mainly, you know, Batman and the Batman characters. But as time went on, she actually became like a part of the Justice League of America, and she became basically everybody's informant in the DCU. Uh, she was uh, Oracle was seen as a disabled icon up until uh, two thousand eleven, when Barbara regained her mobility from some like comic book weird sciencey crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, in two thousand eleven, DC wanted to do kind of a soft reboot. Well, it was kind of a hard reboot, but turned into a soft reboot because, like, the fans were pushing against it after, like, a year. But one of the big things they wanted to do was bring back Barbara Gordon as Batgirl for the first time in since 1988. Um, so you know, a lot of people were kind of, like, mixed on that because a lot of people were happy to see Batgirl as Barbara Gordon again. Mm-hmm. But they didn't like losing that disabled icon status.
1: I can see that, yeah
0: so that, uh, people were pretty pretty mixed on that um today uh, she is both batgirl and oracle by the way and not to mention she's also dick grayson's serious girlfriend they've been dating for quite a few years now in the books uh they all, uh, i think they like they've like flirted with the idea of marriage but i don't believe that's happening anytime soon um also while she was oracle you mentioned this a minute ago she launched a fan favorite comic book that be- had a brief uh, show on the CW network called Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. In Birds of Prey, uh, Barbara Gordon was played by Dina Meyer. Uh, she's mainly known for 90210. She's and in Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Yes. There we go. That's what I knew her from. Cause when that came out, I was like, I was like a preteen and I had heard that, Oh, that beautiful woman is in a shower scene in Starship Troopers. And that's, because I was once again, I was 11 and I watched Starship Troopers just for that originally. Ended up being like a very kind of fun movie, but it,
1: oh, it's a really fun movie. It's a yeah. it's Paul Verhoeven, so there's always fun to be had from Paul Verhoeven. Uh, no, Patrick Harris is in that, ain't he? Yep, it's Casper Van Deen, Casper Van like, well, Deen. Oh, yes, where mm-hmm. happened to him? I don't know where he went.
0: Uh, did you watch the Birds of Prey show?
1: Yeah, I set my VCR to record that as well.
0: Did, uh, what did you uh, think of her I, as uh, Barbara?
1: i'll I'll be honest, I don't remember much about I think I've talked about this before. The only thing I remember about the show was at the end of the first the episode. Relatable. Uh they play that song. I, maybe we need to because I always say this. Maybe it didn't happen. I feel like it ends with that song. um, if you want to, it I could. Can save that, you. That, that, that is that era. I, and like it pulled out from a window and like our our heroines are standing at the window. That's all I remember. Uh, Doesn't Is Mia Sarah in that, and she plays Harley uh, Quinn? Uh, Yeah, for one episode. Okay, okay. And I saw some of that. I just don't have a whole lot of memory of it.
0: If I remember correctly, I, I don't remember. I think there was like 18 episodes, maybe. It's more than and I, I re- expected. I remember not really caring for it until the end. I thought they got really kind of found their footing at the end. And they started doing more of the comic book stuff. I know Clayface showed up near the end mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then... I think they knew that they were going to be canceled because I remember the finale being very much like a series finale. But yeah, it was a weird show. Uh, but I really did. I, I like Dina Meyer in, in the part. I thought she was really good. Uh, Barbara Gordon is also in the now canceled HBO Max show Titans. Um, she is the acting commissioner of Gotham in the show and played by huh. Savannah Welch. Um, once again, I don't think you've watched it, but I don't we've never seen Titans. We don't really know much about it. Uh, I hate to hear that it's ending because I know it does have a, like a pretty devoted fan mm-hmm. base. But yeah, everything is just chaos in Warner Brothers right now.
1: Um, cancelling a Brendan Fraser show? Yeah, he's Doom in the Patrol, Doom Patrol, Patrol, Patrol. Yeah, which
0: I believe is spin spin off from Titans. I think the hottest
1: like a, he's yeah. ever been, and their yeah. canceling. He just has a voice, right? And, he oh, physically? he's
0: also in a movie we're going to talk about here in a second. Another thing. We Speaking of canceled, there's going to be a Batgirl movie, which we were talking about on the podcast last year, um, where Barbara Gordon was going to be played by Leslie Grace. Uh, Do you think James Gunn will release the movie? No. Now that he's in charge? No. You don't?
1: Because they'd have to pay the people, and Warner Brothers will not do that. I thought they already paid the people. Well, if if it's streaming, they have to pay. Like That's why a lot of stuff's getting pulled, because they don't want to pay... Like, because every time you watch it, someone gets a nickel or they get a something. So they don't want to keep paying. That's why they also took off Westworld and stuff like that. It's like, oh, oh yeah, we don't want to we want to pay Westworld. for the residuals of all this. So, no, I don't think unless but some.
0: they do have Brendan Fraser as the villain in that.
1: It's true, but and that's not right. Now. That's not maybe they'll port him over to some new uh, new thing the gun and them are doing. But I don't think we'll ever see that unless this becomes like. One of those uh, pilot things that make it out, make the like round. The Wonder <laughs> Woman pilot. It, well, nowadays it would just be online right away. Like yeah. someone would just put it on YouTube, and then you do not got to pay anybody because it's on YouTube. I, I I could see one day where that would happen. I mean, Michael Keaton's in it. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like
0: I, I I think they I think James Gunn might put it out. I know they had a he he had a meeting with the directors so that they never really said what came from the meeting or whatever. Yeah. But I know there was a meeting of, about a month ago. With them, and also, do you remember uh, they actually, there was supposed to be a Batgirl movie in like the aughts? I think uh, Josh Whedon was behind it. Do you remember that at all? I do
1: remember. He was also was there a Wonder Woman Wonder as well? Woman, that he, yeah. was, Wonder he was Wonder Woman, behind? and
0: I think at one point, um, I think he was involved with a Nightwing thing as well. So
1: now was this after her uh, much loved appearance in the Schumacher Batman and, and Robin film, Ooh. or that, is that the one? Okay, yes, that one, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. So we, we, we'll we go ahead and talk about that now. Yes, there is a Batgirl in Batman and Robin. It is not Barbara Gordon. It's Barbara Wilson. Um, and she was the niece of Alfred, right?
1: Yes, she's Alfred's niece.
0: And that character was, of course, played by one of my first crushes ever, Alicia Silverstone. What did you think of her version of Batgirl in the Joe Schumacher classic? batman and robin
1: don't like it uh at at some point in the movie i'm like oh that's right she's in this movie it literally feels like it was thrown in at the last minute and she was the biggest thing at that time after clueless so that's like let's work Alicia. i mean it makes sense that casting makes sense for that time but uh no like a lot of things don't work in that movie for me yeah and uh, she's yeah doesn't really i like that uh uh, Alfred, uh, what's the actor's name? Michael Goff. Michael Goff, yeah. uh, It gives him stuff to do, and I think he's great in those movies, um, and his scenes oh, with her are, are gonna,
0: good. He's still probably my favorite Alfred. But... The uh, animated one, because he's sassy.
1: And I see why they did that, because Commissioner Gordon is not really a character in any of those movies. Any of Burton he, he, Schumacher movies, he's
0: just kind of a plot device. Pat Hingle's
1: just there, yeah. So like it makes sense, and he actually he's in the movie. Commissioner Gordon is in the movie, but like uh, yeah, it makes sense that they would make it uh, Alfred's um, niece. But no, no, not a, I'm just not a fan. Not a fan. Um, not her fault. It just no, she shouldn't no, no. be in the movie. It just doesn't make sense.
0: And and at the time, like she she was the ultimate casting for Batgirl at the time too, because she was like the hot.
1: Yeah, it it makes perfect, perfect. sense. Yeah. It's just no. There's enough stuff going on in that movie. You think it's that all... movie hurt her career?
0: Because she kind of disappeared I do, not long after I that. do think
1: it did. Um, Clooney certainly bounced back. It didn't make good money, though. It didn't do... I always do... thought it made decent money. I think the prob- I for... Batman Forever, forever the, did so well. Like, it did so much better than Returns because it changed... The, the tone was different... People were ex- there was heat. I still like
0: Batman Forever. There
1: was all kinds of heat. Yeah, I I I think it's it's pretty fun.
0: Batman Robin's kind of rough.
1: Yeah, I I don't think it did as well. And again, it, it's Warner Brothers. Oh, they're going to follow the money. Yeah. And the money just wasn't what the previous one did. So, and I know they had plans for another, but uh yeah, it's just it's just not good. There's some good. I love Uma in the movie. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. I mean, there's there's fun performances in there. Arnold Schwarzenegger's just fun to watch in that movie he's <laughs> it's rough. yeah
1: it's 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 fun at least yeah. he's fun but like that movie still is fun to watch for the way. wrong
0: reasons put it that way
1: pretty much and that's not what you want out of a batman movie
0: and we're gonna go, go back to bar from barbara wilson to barbara gordon uh in batman the animated series the episodes we're about to talk about shadow of the bat uh barbara is voiced by little house on the prairie's melissa gilbert uh, Melissa Gilbert did not continue the, voicing the character when New Adventures came out a couple years later. Tara Strong took over at that point, and she also played Batgirl in uh, the show Beware the Batman. Um, Stockard Channing and Angie Harmon apparently voiced an older Barbara in the Batman Beyond series, which really? I think is very interesting. Cool. I love well, both of them. I've still never seen a Batman Beyond episode. And then, of course, uh, Rosario Dawson played Batgirl in Lego Batman. I forgot that. I did, too. I did, too. And I love, love Lego Batman. Now, Barbara Gordon is not the only person to uh, don the cape and cowl of Batgirl. There have been a couple other women that have taken on the mantle. Very briefly, Helena Bertinelli briefly was... Uh, Batgirl in like 1999 for a few months.
1: She related to Valerie Bertinelli.
0: Not quite. Not quite. She is The Huntress, which you, you know. Oh, I've from heard the that. Birds of Prey. Movie. Oh,
1: that's oh, I know who plays that in that. What's her name? Three. She has three names. <laughs> I always forget her name. <laughs> I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead.
0: Okay. Okay. I really liked her in that movie, actually, a lot.
1: She, she's wait. she's dating Ewan McGregor. McGregor. Really? Yeah.
0: Probably met in that movie, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, you know what? Good point. That may, maybe that is where they met. She's going to be in a new Star Wars. This is not. This is not off <laughs> topic. <but> she's <laughs> oh, going to be in a Star Wars was. show. She's going to be in Ahsoka, I think.
0: Oh, I did not know. Yeah, that. that's She's cool. going to
1: have like she's a Twi'lek, and she's it's she, um, it's going to be too much for me to handle. And she'll have goggles on. So it's a lot.
0: Jimmy like a girl with goggles. I like
1: a girl with goggles and who's green and has long those whatever those Twi'lek Tessics or whatever they're called. Anyway, this is not the uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead Hour podcast, so let's talk more about Batgirl.
0: But yeah, Huntress was Batgirl for only a few months, but it was a big deal at the time because there had been no Batgirl for 11 years straight at that point. Not, not long after Huntress dumped the Batgirl disguise, uh, Cassandra Kane became ba- uh, became Batgirl, and she Cassandra Kane's probably the most popular Batgirl not named Barbara Gordon. Uh her character actually appeared in the Birds of Prey movie, but only in name only. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's nothing like, like the near-mute counterpart from the comics. She was played by Ella J- Joy Basco, who ironically is staring at me right now at, uh, on the wall of Jimmy's office right now. Oh, there she right is. Now.
1: Look at the—I, You know I have Harley up oh, there Oh, and there's, yeah. Harley's over there. Oh, that's really cool, yeah, too. Yeah, that's, that's fairly new. <laughs> fairly new Harley figure from the Birds from of Prey. The, uh, Birds of, from Birds the Birds of Prey To movie. McFarlane uh, Harley from Birds of Prey.
0: Yeah, uh Cassandra Kane first appeared in Batman number five sixty seven, which I also brought today. I actually bought that when it came out. So I did not know if she was gonna become nearly as big as she would become one day. Um,
1: that's like the- a Danzig song, Mark of Cain. Mark of Cain, There's Part One Twist of Kane.
0: Yeah, she is a uh she I mean, is pretty badass. The daughter of a of a uh mercenary, I believe that was named Kane as well um the other person that's really known for batgirl is stephanie brown you might remember that name because she was a robin one of the robins we talked about yes last year um today cassandra and stephanie are both batgirls there's actually a book called batgirls plural where they are the two acting batgirls and oracle barbara gordon is assisting them from the from the computer which is kind of cool why don't we get into the synopsis of shadow of a bat
1: part one and two all right, so jumping into the synopsis, it is Shadow of the Bat Part 1, written by Bryn Stevens, directed by Frank Parr. Incidentally, Brandon, did you know if a bat actually sees his or her shadow, that really means six more weeks of vigilante crime and punishment? Oh, no. Well, it's early February, so I was just trying to be topical. That is true. So right off the bat... Oh. No. I paused we w- went to went there already. Yes, I paused to put in that drum sound effect. You know the one I'm talking about? That one? You know that one. That one. Anyway. Our old friend Rupert Thorne and his cronies are immediately apprehended by Gordon and the Gotham PD with a little help from the Batman. And Gil Mason. And also, new deputy commissioner Gil Mason. Played by Tim Matheson
0: from Animal House, West Wing, and currently Virgin River.
1: Well, Batman seems somewhat suspicious of all this, uh, as well as the anonymous tips that keep pouring in from anonymous sources. But hey, Gordon seems to like Gil as does Gordon's daughter, Barbara. Gordon really likes Gil. And Barbara is not just fit and smart and capable and can do flips and somersaults. Uh, we're just checking the boxes off right out the gate. She's <laughs> very capable for whatever is going to happen to her. And also
0: created by Bruce Timm, so obviously Jimmy's going to have a crush. Talk about that too. <laughs>
1: But no time for father-daughter bonding, however, as the police show up along with Gil in tow and arrest Gordon for accepting bribes from from one Rupert Thorne, our old friend Rupert Thorne. Uh, Is this the end of Rupert Thorne in the series? I would think so. It feels
0: that way. I don't know if it is, but I think it feels that way.
1: And very fitting that we'll bring another character back in, because I think he always has beefs with Rupert Thorne. And it's a good character. Yes. But our man Gil makes it clear to everyone, including Barbara, That, hey, I'm not a bad guy. I love the commissioner. I actually named my cat after him, which is ironic since I have a friend who also named her cat after Commissioner Gordon. So, you know, small world. That that is true. (laughs) No, actually, Gil just wants to throw a rally for the commish to see if they can secure him bail. Barbara thinks that's a good idea, but it'd be even better with Batman there. That is true. She begins to hatch a scheme to get Batman to show up at the rally. And show his support for her father. And uh, she has kind of
0: a rapport with Batman, doesn't she? Does she? Like, uh, how did she try to get Batman to get involved? I thought they talked to each other. They do talk to each other, yes. Like, when did they meet? We're going to put an edit in right here. We actually look back, and Barbara Gordon is actually in three episodes of season one. Uh, So, yeah. We were wrong. Barbara we just Gordon's haven't got, got to those episodes. episodes.
1: These, when, when you jump ahead, these are the kind of things it, that happen. And
0: one yeah. of them's like coming up because I think all, all of them are in the 30s. So, and well, we're getting close to the 30s.
1: Well, that's good. I like that her first scene with Batman isn't just the two of them yelling at yeah, each other. Yeah, because I thought that
0: was just very weird. Yeah. All right, we're going to go back to uh, back to earlier.
1: She begins to, and by she, I mean Barbara. Barbara begins to hatch a scheme to get Batman to show up at the rally and show his support for her father. But Gordon pulls the Dark Knight aside and says, listen. Just because we've established that Barbara can do somersaults doesn't mean she needs to be running around with you and your boy toy. Keep your capes and rubber away from my daughter. (laughs) Doesn't really happen like that, but it should. It
0: doesn't. It should, though.
1: Batman does the next best thing by sending his boy toy, Robin, uh, to the rally in his place. While Bats tries to infiltrate the underworld in the guise of Matches Malone, two-bit criminal for hire.
0: Why couldn't he just be Batman for that and then go be Matches Malone?
1: well you know what he should have done there's an episode where uh in 66 where uh adam can't be there so he sends alfred in his costume oh uh, yeah yeah yes. part of that one. but he's <laughs> up on a roof but it's still ridiculous it's obviously an older Ooh, man ba- batman got tall <laughs> yeah he's a man who's two feet tall and has a mustache robin is about to make his grand entrance at the rally when suddenly batman appears and the audience goes wild well it's not batman it's barbara who showboats for the crowd But then things get serious when thugs show up and start machine gunning the place. Barbara and Robin break things up and the boy wonder of course is completely perplexed at the identity of this new bat person. What he isn't perplexed about is Gil Mason. He thinks he's behind the whole thing.
0: And Gil's very like obviously bad from the get go.
1: And it's not too long before Barbara suspects the same as she realizes there's no one she can trust. Meanwhile, old Matches Malone is on the case. Playing pool. And pretty soon he's in hot water as he comes face to face to face. How many faces was that? Three?
0: There should be two.
1: Well, we got, he's got two faces and Batman's face. Oh, Actually, okay. it's Matches Malone. Wait, Matches Malone is wearing a different face. That's so, so many faces. Face to face to face to face with Two-Face, who's apparently the big bad behind the whole thing. Who would have known? Shredding Two-Face in mystery and hearing the voice, uh... That was weird. Seemed they, weird. They they did it for like a little bit there. But I think it's been a while in continuity since we've seen it, that, the two. I phase. mean, that's possible. I think since almost got him.
0: I just know I know that voice so well, you know.
1: So I guess it makes sense to kind of do. That. And it, it was nice. It was nice. Harvey flips his coin, and the result doesn't look good for one. Matches Malone. Elsewhere, Barbara gears up ready to take on the world and avenge her father decked head to toe in cape and rubber where did what she, she get this
0: where she get the costume from
1: I don't know what, what she did we don't even know where she gets the original like she's wearing yeah, like a, a I Batman about costume. the original one yeah now did she take that and make that into her costume well
0: uh, Robin pulled the back of her mask off that's where the hair came out came out
1: that's true it's at that point that the narrator says what in the world is this revolving doors disguises? What is Barbara Gordon's secret? And that's part one of Shadow of the Bat. Jumping directly into part two, Shadow of the Bat, written and directed by the same people. Yep, yeah, Free Power and Bryn something. So that works out. Yeah. As part two opens, Robin speeds off into the night to try and get the drop on Gil Mason. Instead, getting the drop on Barbara, now in the guise of Batgirl, who is about to get an earful of mansplaining from an ex-acrobat in little boy tights. <laughs> They both follow Gil to a rendezvous point where we find out that Two-Face got Gil the deputy commissioner's job in an effort to frame Gordon. Robin and Batgirl bumble their way into the situation as machine gun bullets start flying. Seriously, how is no one hit by a a stray bullet here? It's pure chaos. I mean, there should be at least a ricochet. There's a story beat where Two-Face realizes that Matches Malone is Batman, which is a cool story beat, and then it ends.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of, they went nowhere with the Matches Malone part in these two episodes.
1: So Batman meets Robin meets Batgirl. And uh, they all do the I thought she was with you shtick made so popular in 2016's Batman v Superman (laughs) Dawn of Justice. It's so weird to me that Batgirl sees matches Malone's face and there's no explanation from Batman of no, you see this isn't my real face. Also, did Bruce take the phony face off before he put the I don't, the whole thing? Just kind of blows my mind, but it's fine.
0: Yes, also changed in front of her.
1: That's right, which we will talk about later. <laughs> he was being—I uh, know you love it when uh, when Bruce is creepy. I I,
0: I I did. I loved I loved when he's like, "Do you Do mind?" You mind?
1: <laughs> but then afterwards, he he becomes a dick when he puts the suit on her. Yeah,
0: yeah. He, they, he doesn't. They don't treat her the the greatest in these episodes until the end.
1: And here we go. After Robin tags Batman in, and he takes his turn at doing some mansplaining to Batgirl, <laughs> Two-Face detonates explosions, and it floods the subway. But luckily, our terrific trio, that's from the 60s, section, All right. Terrific trio find a way out, but only Batgirl makes it up to the city level safely. At the same time, Two-Face and company blow their way into the prison and kidnap the imprisoned commissioner. It's down at the wharf where Gil finally reveals his heel turn to Gordon. He says, I'm going to take your life, and then I'm going to take your daughter. Oh, wow. But then said (laughs) daughter, then that said daughter shows up, throwing a smoke grenade she borrowed at the end of the last episode. See, they set that up, and then they paid it off. Very well done. Very well done. Batman and Robin, fresh from riding a subway car through a wall like they're in the third act of Speed, (laughs) are suddenly on the scene as Batman tussles with Two-Face and knocks him out cold with the aid. Up a giant silver dollar. I could pick a few nits about the on noseness of all this, but I'm totally here for it, so I won't. Good. <laughs> Meanwhile, Barbara goes after Gil, towing the line from the back of his speedboat. She makes it on board, and during the struggle, he unmasks her. While shocked, Barbara knocks him out and saves his life just as the boat is about to collide with the Statue of Justice.
0: What we have with the Statue of Justice?
1: <laughs> I don't know, I think it's symbolism.
0: Oh, that was, I that that like took me out of the show for a minute. I was like, "Are we in New York now?" I'm confused. Well, in
1: Batman Forever, there's a Statue of Liberty. There is. I forgot about that. So yes, Gill now knows Batgirl's secret identity. But luckily, Gil Mason is now in a coma and never to be heard from again. So don't worry about it.
0: I was about to say, uh, I was wondering if he died or not because he knows Batgirl's identity. <laughs> And I'm sure he wouldn't be afraid to tell people.
1: Never mind all that. We just won't come back to it. It'll be fine. That's fair. Out of sight, out of mind. So as it turns out, all charges were dropped against the commissioner, although I cannot but think if this weren't 1993. (laughs) And instead, it was 2022. Oh, man. He would still be canceled, his Twitter suspended, lose all his AARP endorsements, and never to be heard from again.
0: Commissioner Gordon, canceled.
1: What follows is the most cliched of endings. There's a new superhero in oh, town. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is she welcomed by the police and Batman? You bet she is. Will we see her again? I Bruce. Have a feeling. Bruce Wayne certainly thinks so. And Barbara muses mostly to herself, I wouldn't be all surprised as she embraces her father and we pan up to the Statue of Lady Justice. Oh my God, this is a classic <laughs> ending. We've seen it all before. But Batman, Batgirl, how can you go wrong? It's... It's just so good. It's great. It's great. And almost makes up for the time they both f***ed on the rooftop in the killing <laughs> joke. And no. that is Shadow of the Bat parts no. one we, and two. We went back to it. No. I'm glad you brought it up. So now we, I could call back to it.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. It was... Oh, I
1: feel so dirty yeah. thinking about that.
0: That's We're, such a dirty ending you put up your synopsis. But Jimmy, how does Batman begin? Every episode of Batman the Animated Series has a title card and each title card kind of shows you what you're about to see in the upcoming episode, kind of like a cover to like a book. What did you think of the title card
1: to Shadow of the Bat? Well, it's not a shadow. It's a silhouette of a bat and it's very tastefully done.
0: Very heroic, very comic booky. I love the title card to these two episodes. It's obviously, a, it's a silhouette of Batgirl, but I, I dig it. I dig it. You know what you're getting into when you watch these episodes. It's
1: very nice. I'm a fan.
0: Speaking of being a fan, let's talk about some of the quotes that we were a fan of in Holy Speech Bubble, Batman. Jimmy, what were your favorite quote from Shadow of the Bat Part 1 and Part 2?
1: Got a couple, and they're all little, little things that kind of... Uh...
0: Yeah, actually, have two this I tickled time. Tickled my so. fancy.
1: Two Face refers to Barbara as that Bat Girl Chippy. I just like that Chippy. I, I didn't I've that. used That's that awesome. term many times over the years. I think I got it from the Birdcage. Yeah, uh, Nathan Lane says I Chippy. Love the Birdcage. Uh, Barbara get, says to Gil, "Hey, Gil, what's doing?" Uh, very his girl Friday kind of dialogue, and I just, uh, I just love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Bullock says, "Bat Girl." sheesh, what's next? Weasel Woman? That seems like a big leap to me.
0: Yeah, that was really rough.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's obviously a Batman. There's no Weasel Man. Yeah, I just thought yeah, the whole thing was That strange. was weird. Okay, best line in the whole series. Two-Face says, Snuff the Bat. That is a quintessential Batman, the animated series line. Okay. And I just love it. It's just like that. that's the noir where we're coming. It's just great. Love it. I, I was so great. I heard the line and I was, like, we want I was like, who said it? Oh, great. Two-Face said it. Even better. Those are my lines I liked.
0: My, I, I have two. One I actually mentioned earlier. I love the do you mind when Batman's trying to change in front of uh, Batgirl. But my number one favorite of the two, of both episodes is the very end of part one of Shadow of the Bat. Barbara Gordon says, so Batman can't help me? Fine. Let's see what Batgirl can do. And that's how episode one ends. And I just think it's... That's a Exceptionally comic booky, but yes. I love it, and it—you're it, introduced to Batgirl. It doesn't get much better than that, in my opinion.
1: Uh, jumping forward to something that I will talk about, I'll just talk about it now because uh, I think it's in that scene where she holds up the mask and we see Barbara's face through the eye holes of the mask. Yes. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things in the whole episode. I, I don't—you don't see a lot of that kind. Of, it just struck me as, oh, that's a wonderful image. So that's one of my favorite things in the episode.
0: Yeah, Jimmy, wait till they get a load of me terrorizes wait till they get a load of me <laughs> jimmy wait till they get a load of me who was your favorite character
1: in shadow of the bad part one and two well it's it's barbara gordon okay uh, she's plucky she's resourceful and brandon she's got that bruce tim smile that is true it's hard not to like the character and this is a really great way to introduce her. Well, introduce... I guess we haven't introduced her because she's been around before. Yeah. Um, But to bring Barbara Gordon into Batgirl, the reasons behind it, she has to help out her father. Uh, Batman is otherwise preoccupied. Robin's all over the place. So it just feels like a great way to bring in Batgirl.
0: Good pick. Good pick. I like Batgirl as well. I also really liked Robin. I thought he was... He really stepped up for Bruce because you didn't have a lot of Batman in part one, especially... And it was, he just, he felt like more of a peer than a sidekick.
1: They have a great rapport as Mm -hmm. well. I'll probably say Robin
0: and Batgirl's rapport is fantastic. Yeah. Jimmy, we know who our favorite characters were, but who gets the Condiment King Award? Jimmy, who is your least favorite character from Shadow of the Bat? I think we might have the same character. We probably
1: do. Uh, normally, I when I see a character, and I've said this before, there oh, are some yeah. characters that are written to it's you, to n- that are written you're not to like them. And I always try to say, listen, the writers wrote this, so we're not supposed to like them. But that crap at the end of part two that Gil says to Gordon, he's like, I'm, I'll take care of your daughter. It's Gil Mason.
0: That's literally what I put on here. Gil Mason for being creepy about Barbara... Also, by the way, what are the ages of Gil Mason and Barbara Gordon?
1: I don't know. I think she's like a high
0: schooler, is or something she? like that. I don't. I, I feel like she's portrayed to that in New Adventures, maybe.
1: Yeah, she definitely is. As it, as it goes on, I'm I feeling like she's college age. College and he's age. probably but Gil
0: feels like like late thirties to I me. I feel like, like
1: he he's kind of a young upstart. He might be twenty five to thirty, maybe.
0: But yeah, that, that that creeped me out. Uh, so yeah, Gil Mason is definitely gets the economic. One of
1: the most reprehensible characters I think we've come across yeah, exactly because he has a talk about is that it oh well Gordon always actually makes a pun at the end where he's like Two Face like that. Gil is actually the real two. He doesn't quite say that, but it's kind of what they're in, implying that yeah. Gil is the really the bad one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't like him. I don't like him either. Don't like him at all, Jimmy.
0: Let's get nuts. Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. Jimmy, let's get nuts. What were your favorite moments from part one and part two of Shadow of the Bat?
1: Some of them are brought up, but here's the ones I haven't. Uh, Barbara talking to her stuffed bear, Whooby, reminds me. Oh, I forgot about that. Reminds me of in 66, uh, Barbara would talk to her parrot, Charlie. Okay. Uh, So it kind of reminds me of that. Um, I
0: bet that was kind of probably inspiration for that
1: there's a batgirl theme not this one which we'll cut to the girl theme and then we'll cut back but there's a sort of a score that is adventurous and fun and feels appropriate to the character you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. like there's yeah. a bit of a score yeah uh, i really like that it was a nice little moment where montoya waves at me at weasel woman that was I mean, that was i mean waves <laughs> at barbara in the playstation <laughs> that i really liked Did yeah she
0: didn't say anything she just waved of course
1: she didn't say anything of course of course, give give more lines to Montoya. Give her her own episode. Uh, Approval? Uh, there's a there's some badass shots of Matches Malone trying to lip read lip that read was that fun. thug, and the, there's a close ups of uh, Bruce's or Matches Malone's face. It's really cool. Um, the reveal of Two Face is cool. That, I put that as one of my uh, let's get nuts moments. Kind of classic Two Face. Um, both Batman and Robin in the first episode, Batman uses that long distance surveillance batarang, whatever that is. Yeah. And then Robin uses it in the episode, the second episode, so that's a nice synergy. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it a little bit, but there's some nice dynamic between Batgirl and, and Batboy, between yeah. Batgirl and Robin. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, that's also... The Setting Robin, that up for the future.
0: The Robin Batgirl like team up stuff, I, th- I really, really like a lot of that stuff. Their rapport is great. Um, I love... The, one thing I really loved about these two episodes was the action. The action... Every like action scene was like, really good, from like when they're chasing down Rupert in the beginning to... The, the the machine gun stuff there in part two to the train stuff even though it was a little ridiculous I just thought mm-hmm. all the action was like really well animated in these episodes
1: the story is pretty tight too mm-hmm. yeah yeah um I, I actually the first time I watched it
0: um, it was great as a 2 part I one was right
1: like now. oh this is a plot one uh, i'll have to pay attention
0: uh, that's why we had to do a synopsis for
1: right story. and then but I, I watched it again closer, and i was like, oh this is very like the way everything kind of turns out like they really kind of thought about it and of course it has a two-part so there's a lot more going on but yeah action's great and yeah the story is timed out uh kind of kind of perfectly
0: also there's a lot of great especially in part one there's a lot of great use usage of silence in the episode. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot like when he's reading the lips, uh there's just a lot of silence in there. And you would think for like a kid's show that would be a turn off to uh Fox or whatever. But it's gotta fill really every works.
1: moment with some kind of noise or something. That's normally how cartoons are.
0: But like when Barbara's like doing gymnastics, it's very quiet and stuff like that. Um I love I love the gadgets where they're talk the that Batman uses to talk to Jim Gordon. I thought mm-hmm. that was fun. In
1: prison, that's nice um,
0: I love that there's drive by shootings and explosions in a kid's show. Mm-hmm. Uh Two Face is great for in both episodes. Uh I love the Batgirl design uh, from the anime series. Did you oh, like yeah. how she looks?
1: Oh yeah, she's great. Like I said, that she's got there's some moments where she flashes that that big old Bruce Timm smile and you're like, Yeah, that. This works. This works.
0: I like how they show how the back gravel works in, mm-hmm. in there. I thought that was kind of fun. I love, I I won a piece of Harvey Bullock's pizza. That looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's all gooey on her. <laughs> um, And I love the, the use of water throughout as well. There's just a lot of like moving pieces that just everything, mm-hmm. like you said, it was very tight and everything just really, really worked. But there were some things that didn't work for me. So Jimmy, what were your Martha moments? Why did you say that name? R, stop! Please,
1: stop! Why did you say that name? It's his mother's
0: name. Jimmy, what were your Martha moments? What were your least favorite parts of Shadow of uh, the Bat?
1: Was that an electrified window? Oh, I didn't think about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, Matches Malone sneaks in a window, and, like, the window was electrified? Electrified. Is that, is that, a, is that a thing? What is, what is that? I guess in Batman lore, it Was is, there yeah, some was other Batman. way to knock out Batman? I don't know. I just, the electrified window is weird to me. Just a straight thought. It seems to me that there were a lot of blackouts in this episode. Like okay. I, I kept yep. thinking there were multiple commercials. Like, I know there's only, it should be two per episode. Well, you you got to remember, this is a new season,
0: too. So maybe they, there was a, like a new.
1: And they, but they were really close. I don't know if it was just artistically, but I felt like there were some was of a them lot. probably were
0: artistic, yeah.
1: Cause I kept losing the act structure a little bit, um, and I didn't, didn't know where I was because there was a lot more blackouts in it. The story's so tight, but I don't know. I just thought that was kind of strange. I brought up earlier uh, some stuff earlier with matches Malone's face and Batgirl seeing him, like something about that just seemed kind of glossed over okay. to me. Like yeah. she actually saw Batman. Yeah. I mean, she didn't. He's his face is weird because he's matches Malone, but I don't know. I just feel like something should. There should have been some witty repartee, yeah, yeah. there or, or something. And the climax is at a wharf. I don't like the word wharf. It sounds like a barf sound. I don't like it. It sounds like a Star
0: Trek character. Yeah. Oh, it,
1: well, the uh, yeah, it Klingon uh, yeah. Doom. So, yeah, that, that's what I got. That's what I got.
0: I've got I've got a few. Uh, and I'm surprised you did not bring this up in the synopsis. At the beginning, when Gordon is talking to Barbara about Gil, and he's like, oh, and Gil's handsome, too. and I thought about It's it just yeah. kind of like kept sounded like he kept wanting to hook them up and that that came off
1: weird to me um well i guess he's okay with whatever the the, the age difference is so yeah it just yeah. it just felt it felt gross he's because um, he's like well, because i almost put this line in i like where he's like i saw you at the you were thick as thieves i just like that line thick as as thieves thieves. that was nice i thought that that was that was cute but yeah it was a little like he's like hey take my you want to take my daughter marry her off you know
0: she's yours Gil. um i
1: still wonder how barbara got the the original batman suit to begin with oh Uh, can i put in a moment i like i like uh and i'll talk more about this later but uh, this was a nice thing to see then because now you always see this. So, Batgirl is up on the, we, she's acrobatic, she's doing flips and stuff. Yeah. And um, she's a gymnast. And she's about to jump down, and Gordon reaches out to help her, and she's like, no, she just go, jumps down. Like she doesn't need her father to pick her up. Oh, it's yeah. it's a small moment. Very independent. In and yeah. in, which nowadays movies throw that they throw that in you fifteen it, times.
0: Yeah, and it kind of hits you over the it, head.
1: Like with you it. might not even seen it, but I noticed this was it. was Subtle, and it was subtle. And that's so I didn't of,
0: even think of that until you brought it up. Kind right? of the yeah, way that's to do it.
1: Kind of the way to
0: do it. So yes,
1: go ahead. Uh, Robin being surprised that Batgirl was a girl. I just thought that yeah. was a little weird. Yeah. That um, was the audience, like he was being the kids watching, little boys watching, probably.
0: I I love the design of Batgirl, but when she's Barbara, I feel like her eyes are too far apart. They just seem, I don't know, it just seems a little
1: off for me. Um, it's a more simplified design, like it's, Harley will eventually look a little more like, it's kind of a Harley face, yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, they all have bit. that kind of that look, but it's even more so. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I like it, so... Um, I, don't, I didn't like how obvious go was the bad guy from get go. I feel like from you could have really let
0: that breathe, and yeah. that could have been like a legit legitimate shock because mm-hmm. it felt like they um they were wanting to do that, but it just they they rushed it. I felt. Um, you mentioned the music earlier, but do you remember the jazz music they played when Two Face discovered Robin and Batgirl?
1: It's really 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 bad is it okay is so is it's it brief it's is it the scene, the scene where they're bumbling and they he throws the bomb or she throws a yeah, little bomb yeah. okay they're because in there they they run out before the explosion yeah it does get a little jazzy i remember yeah. that yeah yeah that was weird that was
0: weird um the train car escape i i loved it. i loved watching the train car escape but from a logical standpoint it seems like a dangerous idea like you could like i don't know kill people on accident or they could just drown
1: in that. I mean, they probably have
0: breathers probably they didn't use, they they didn't use the breathers though. Yeah. They had to be in his belt, you know? Mm -hmm. And the other thing is I mentioned earlier, the statue of Liberty, that was just, uh, or whatever the statue of justice. I just thought that was a little weird, but then
1: again, I think isn't the statue of Liberty in Metropolis and Superman too. They just, yeah, they just do whatever they want. And again, I mentioned earlier, but I do love that they pan up at the end and you see the, the female, uh, Uh, Stat to the liberty scale lady there uh which you know she's you know it's it's girl power kind of thing but it works it It works and i'm a big fan of it but question is how big a
0: fan of this episode are you because jimmy we are going to grade this week's episode between uh zero and five zero being you hated it five being you loved it what is the grading criteria this time around and please explain to the listeners what you do each episode.
1: I just watch the episode and come up with some crap that we can <laughs> that we can grade it. Uh, this one's going to be tough on me to say because sometimes I put some tongue twisters on in here and I don't know why I do that to myself. Yeah. So it's an out of five scale. So we were going with out of five uh, Deix Machina Silver Dollars on the Gotham Wharf. Oh, God. How many of that
0: did you give out of five?
1: Uh, I gotta think about this one because I thought this was really solid. Okay. Both parts are really solid. Both,
0: yeah, they're both. I I feel like they're equally as good as one another. Um,
1: taking the Batgirl of it out of it because I I do like Batgirl as a as a character. Um, and I think it's really good. I think both parts are really good. I get why it's two part. Well, one you want to introduce a great way of introducing the Batgirl character. Um, I just think it's really solid. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm, I think, I think I'm, I think I'm going to give it a four.
0: I gave it a four. Also, Okay.
1: Do we ever, do we ever give it the same thing? Do uh we, we're we
0: always kind of like around. Okay. okay. But not usually the same. Yeah. So usually get like a point five differential, maybe a one differential. But yeah, I gave it a four out of five. Whatever those days, what days ex machinas at the I need to hear you say four (laughs) out
1: of five days machina, several dollars on the Gotham. Several dollars uh, at the Gotham. It's like a cat puking up a hairball.
0: Now, we were talking about Shadow of the Bat. Uh, Fun little fact, really quick, is that there's actually a Shadow of the Bat co op uh, tabletop game. It was designed by Pete Walsh and Kevin Wilson. It came out in early 2022. It was, I think, there's like a big kickstarter for it. And I wanted to show you something from that game really quick because uh-huh. I think you would appreciate it. You know, the game features a bunch of miniatures. And
1: oh, look at those. Those are
0: fun. And there's like so many miniatures in there. There's is that there's man, man, man right Mat, in the middle? Like yeah. really huge there. And there's a uh, Mad Hatter, there's Scarecrow. It's really cool. So if you ever get a chance uh, We'll, put, we'll, we'll post some pictures on the Facebook. But yeah, look up the Shadow of the Bat game online. It looks really, really fun. But Jimmy, is there anything else, any final thoughts you wanted to give on the Shadow of the Bat two-part premiere of season two of Batman the
1: Animated Series? Yeah, you know, as I was watching this one, I was thinking, and I mentioned some of this earlier when I was talking about how Commissioner Gordon, things would change nowadays and those little moments in this, this show, like with Barbara jumping down from the high horse doing herself... Uh, This episode, when it came out, was probably just another episode of the show. It wasn't. I'm sure everyone liked this and and little boys and probably little girls, too, liked this. And that's probably what that was uh, was a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Nowadays, this show would be looked at differently. I I think like some people would say like this is maybe a new concept or like. Some people would want to have a parade or like click clickbait I mean, articles would take over. Yeah. And YouTube white men sitting in there. There would be a division. There would be white men who would yell, woke, woke. But this was made in many years ago. Yeah. Um,
0: and they didn't make a big deal. And of it. they made a
1: big deal of it. And that really struck me. Um, I don't know. That was my one of my main thoughts about it um, is how different this show would be taken now and how sometimes I just want to open my oven. <laughs> and stick my head in <laughs> and just burn my face you, off so I don't have to live in the world with people yelling at each other.
0: Um, how do you think the world would have been had the Leslie Grace Batgirl came out?
1: Probably terribly because that's just the world we live in, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So I wish we could go back to those simple times. And Batgirl, in
0: which being played by a person of color, too. That's but another thing. The, that people
1: uh, um, people would have been pounding fists. I and, love
0: I love Leslie Grace, too. She was in, uh, in The Heights, and she was just... Phenomenal in that. All right, Jimmy, why don't you tell our great listeners how they can, uh, what is the word I'm looking for here? Keep track. Uh, I think
1: Brandon is trying to say, how can you find us online? Yeah, let's do that. All right. It's been a few months. That's true. That's true. I got to think about it. Well, you know, these episodes are on YouTube. You can go to IP Films and see them. Probably the better way to do it is uh, you got your, your, uh, your Apple podcasts and your Spotify's. If you go there and follow us, then when these episodes upload, you wham, bam, thank you, man. You get them right away. They're right there. Uh, you can go uh, online to Facebook and you can like our page. You can like our page. The almost uh, got on a Batman Animated series podcast page. Uh, and there's all kinds of updates there and stuff about not Just about the podcast, but about Batman lore and all these kind of things. So uh, it's good to follow those things. So, you know, what, what's the haps in the world of Gotham?
0: Yeah. Sub- also subscribe, give us five stars. That would be very, very appreciated. Um, Jimmy, next time we get together, we are going to do a watch-along to a classic episode of Batman the Animated Series. We're going to watch The Underdwellers. The way you said that, it it, it feels like you don't mean it's, classic. It's not great. But we are going to do that next time. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled like timeline. I believe it's episode 26 of Batman the Animated Series. And it will be episode 30 of our podcast. Oh, well, Which Big 30. pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Well, thank you guys for listening to Almost Got me a podcast about Batman, the anime series. I'm Brandon.
1: And I'm Jimmy. And uh, we're not going to play the normal music we play. Oh, what I are we going to play this time? We're going to play the Batgirl theme. The Batgirl theme. All right, I'm going to play this song, and as it goes on, you can picture yourself as me when I was nine or ten and I first discovered Yvonne Craig as Batgirl riding on her her bat cycle
0: Maybe are you?
1: Thank you for listening. What the hell? Thank you for listening to Almost Got Him, a Batman the Animated Series podcast.